Hi guys, in this week's episode we're looking at Wolf, Smith, Spiner, McClurg, Brolin, Gould, Esposito and Carvey. Today we're looking at 2002's Master of Disguise. Hello everybody and welcome to 100 Things We Learned From Film. Uh, I'm your co-host Mark Plant. And I am John Watson. How are you John Watson? I'm good mate, it's the weekend here and this time that we're, that we're at and uh, yeah I'm just having a, a nice uh, libation. Mm, me too. Uh, a, 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 a glass of Pinot Noir. I say a glass, I've opened a bottle, I've got the bottle next to me. It's uh, it's, it's going to going to go down very well it's the freaking weekend baby i'm about to have me some fun although that's our kelly Uh, i don't want to have the kind of fun straight out there (laughs) halt the recording no it's 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 there it's in um it's an ether it's it's down now (laughs) you can't do anything about it uh you can't put that genie back in that bottle uh you can't not we <laughs> we're the podcast that talks about um, learning a hundred things from film, hence the title. We attempt to learn one hundred things from every film that we talk about. Often we don't get there. In fact, we ain't got there yet, have we, mate? But we've tried though. We were close. We were close. We were damn close last we were week. Really close with Con Air eighty four. I think we finished on in the end. There or thereabouts eighty five. Yep. Um, and and that went well. So John watches the the movie <laughs> on his own. I watched the movie on my own, and boy, was I forced to watch this one on my own. Uh, we make a note of no more than seventy facts uh, or things that we have learned. These are not necessarily facts, as we you'll learn from this one. Some of this stuff is sheer conjecture. Yeah. Um, and whose who's choice end- was this one, Mark? Whose choice was this again? <sighs> In a bit, to mix it up a little bit, I thought I would choose something else. So I, I, I said to John, I tell you what, mate, it's my choice this week. Give us a year, something a little bit more modern than what we've we've, we've talked about in the past. Uh, John, you gave me? 2002. 2002. So I went through 2002, and there's some great movies. What what, what movies are there that are, that, that are better than this? Mate, what, you, what movies yeah, aren't there? You had... Up, yeah, the pack of the bunch, right? I'm going to go through some of the weaker ones, and they're going to come through. So by week, I mean ones that we've seen, but didn't really leave an impression. So we're looking at John Q with Denzel Washington. Oh yeah, uh, Murder by Numbers. Who's in that? Looking at this, it looks as if it's Sandra Bullock's. I have seen that. That's the two young lads that are. She does. She, does she represent the two young lads? I think so. Yeah, because one. The City of Gold, which was quite good. Uh, Solaris. Oh, 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 Lost City. I've got not that one. Not I the thought you were going to go for the, the cartoon. Are you? Yeah. No, you're thinking City of God. I, I City of God. What did I say? City of God. You said City of Gold, which oh, is God. what prompted me to do uh, the, the what I consider the uh, a glass of wine into the soundtrack for the uh, Cities of Gold which was the 80s cartoon. cartoon. As I was thinking that. Cartoon. Uh, yes, City of God, mate. I did look at that and I thought, I've got a feeling we can't do anything about Brazilian yeah. uh, children. 
Yeah, that's that's a tough that's a tough act to sell, to be honest. Uh, right, so th these are the big cutters. We're looking at Spider-Man. Oh. We are looking at Queen of the Damned. I don't oh, think I've seen it. I think I've Jesus. seen bits of it. Aaliyah. Yep, she died. Yeah. When the plane, was it a plane crash? She did, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, R. Kelly again, that. Not that R. Kelly didn't cause the plane crash. He's done a lot of sheds. Yeah, but he married he's, them when he was He's a bit of a fucking something. prick. But he didn't cause a plane crash. Yeah, did he? Did they get? Were they married? I think so. I think he married her when she was underage. I think she was like fourteen. Yeah. I think it was really weird. Big ones are signs, and last but not least, one I'd have probably picked is Equilibrium. Equilibrium, listeners, you know me. I'm the the the, the beholder of unpopular opinions, and this is this is going to get you turning off the uh, podcast right now. Equilibrium, better film than The Matrix. Don't at me. Don't at me. No, I think it's the way it was just portrayed and the subject matter and that whole gun foo thing. It was quite good. I enjoyed that. Due, due enjoyed to that. come out the same year as The Matrix, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, due to come out the same year. So that got it knocked back, what, three years? Three years. Yeah, something like that. Fucking yeah. hell. Crazy madness. Christian Bale, though, eh? He's good in everything. It really is. It can. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of it, some of it was about production values, about a lot, lot lower. But yeah, there was a lot of. Oh, although the one thing it killed me. Spoiler alert: Sean Bean dies again. <laughs> Back in the days when Sean Bean used to die in everything. All the time. Since you've seen Sean, you Bean. have my sword. <laughs> He's dead. Yeah. Uh, that was that was uh, two thousand two in a nutshell. Wow, fantastic! And yet I picked what is. Possibly renowned as one of the worst films of all time. Yes. It's Certainly that Hollywood's put out. Um, definitely, definitely up there with the worst films of the decade. I picked Dana Carvey's The Master of Disguise. John, I picked this because I've never seen it. And I really, I've, I've kind of wanted to see it for a while. It ain't on no streaming platforms, that's for yeah, sure. No wonder. There's a reason you had to get this off the internet. Uh, and the internet provided, but at a push. Oh, was it, was it, uh, there wasn't a lot of cedars on this one? No, definitely not. No, definitely not. It was, uh, I think there was only one person, so I think it got two kilobyte a second. Yeah, so, yeah. But you did, mate. You, you provided at very short notice. I think I watched this on... Uh, Wednesday. We're recording this on Friday. I was this on Wednesday night. You watched it, I would assume, about an hour ago. Did you? No, no, no. I watched it last night. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, only because I knew it was going to be really short. Um, and yeah, I, I'd, I'd sort of read the synopsis on it and thought this isn't going to take long. So I did it last night, and I'm glad I did. <laughs> <laughs> did it, Did it make you feel cold and lonely? <sighs> it made me feel used. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's mercifully short at 80 minutes uh, if i'm sucked into a film i can sit and watch the longest film in the world it doesn't bother me i remember going to the cinema and being absolutely transfixed by there will be blood there will be blood three fucking days long mm. it is one of the it's longest movies in the world and, and my ex Toxic. referred to it as 
um, a man shouting at a priest for three hours, uh, <laughs> which is not wrong. Um, and uh, but but it, it's 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 astonishingly good. It's beautiful and it just works. And I really need to see it again. It's yeah. not an episode, um, but it's very very good. Um, the, I felt every single one of the eighty minutes of this. It was, it was, yeah, it was, for, for it being 80 minutes, you just felt as if it was like, oh, when's this going to end? Because it's just, it's just painful to watch. You can actually watch Dana Carvey's career ebbing away with every single scene. Yeah, you can, you can see every single circle of the toilet, can't you, as, yeah. as each scene goes on. Um, and that's before we even get to the, uh, the scenes that were cut scenes that were cut including a bit at the very very end that doesn't make any like comes in at the end credits doesn't make any sense yeah i know you realize hang on a second they did say something and that's where that was meant to be and then it wasn't there yeah Yeah. so anyway let's 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 do this let's let's do this brother oh by the way three percent on rotten tomatoes uh this this bad boy three percent and i think something like 12 on on metacritic 12 it is officially the worst movie we've watched on the pod is it the worst movie you've ever seen uh it's because it's right up there i think there's a, a couple of ones i've seen before i'm thinking i've actually not watched like watched all the way through whereas this, i sat through it and done it. but uh, yeah I can, I can see why a lot of people don't like it. i think it's because it's aimed at people that or either really young or just like preposterous things, but hey, it's like a children's film, but with adult, like adult connotations. But yeah, 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 it's weird like that. Um, right, so we open up in Palermo, uh, which uh, straight into it, John. Not mucking about Palermo. Uh, I learned because I didn't know the only thing I knew about Palermo was the football club uh, play in pink shirts. Um, they always look really smart. But uh, Palermo is the capital of Sicily, and the patron saint of Palermo is Saint Rosalina. Uh, Rosalia, sorry. There you go. That's a s- fun. That straight away. Uh, <laughs> um, so we open on Palermo, 1979, as. It goes, it's a guy running out. Oh, it's a woman yep, it's running a woman. away. And a very uh, iconic scene. It is a very iconic scene. Who is it, John? It's Bo Derek for 10. It is. And I'd made a note. I put, looks like Bo Derek dressed as if she's in 10. And then got in, and then when he gets into the car, I'd realised it was actually was Bo, Bo Derek. Derek yeah. 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 I couldn't believe it either. Because it was, if it wasn't for the fact that it was 2002, I thought it could be a computer generated sort of. One of those yeah. jobs, but then you look, you got no, that's actually Bo Derek. So, good to that guy for getting Bo Derek. Oh, totally. Although- yeah. Well, she was in, um, I think the last thing I saw her in that was like this to an extent was Tommy Boy. You know, the Chris Farley, David oh, Spade. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. She marries his dad. Right. Um, his dad is uh, the bad guy out of uh, Brian, the bad guy out of. Uh, the first Rambo movie, First Blood, people at home are screening. Brian Dennehy. Brian Denny. He marries Denny. Brian Dennehy. R.I.P., by the way. Yeah. Lost him Lost him uh, uh, this year. I saw him uh, last night. I watched Tag. Have you seen that? Yep. With, um, Fucking hell. What a waste of a premise that was. John that Hamm, was- Brian Dennehy, 
John Hamm, I watch it. I, I would watch him paint a fence. Not in like a sexual. It was based on actual events, that wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You see at the very, very end the the old boys doing the the tagging yeah, no, thing. Thanks. Which I mean, their wives. How many divorces are amongst them? No, no, too many, <laughs> too many. Right, yeah. but, uh, Bo Derek won a uh, or was nominated for uh, worst supporting actress in this one. She was, yeah. Um, and who did you lose uh, out to? Do you know? Um, <laughs> Madonna with an English accent. Yes. Uh, yeah, Madonna in that Bond one, the Bond movie yeah. where she was the dancing instructor. Day. Die another day. That's also up there with one of the worst Bond songs, in my opinion. Because uh, she sang that as well, didn't she? Definitely Sam Smith for Spectre. What a waste. There was no hook in it. There was no nothing. What a waste. What a waste. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, nothing, nothing memorable about that. See also yeah. your man. Uh, I was going to say Jack Black. Jack Black doing a, a <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, I would be so into that. Could yeah. somebody, somebody get him involved? Can <laughs> Sam Mendes or whoever's making these movies these days get involved? Get involved, yeah. Maybe that's why. Um, that's why your man from Manchester. Uh, the greatest Brit- one of the greatest British directors of all time, who I can't remember, Guy who Ritchie. was doing the Bond movie. Huh? Oh, no. Guy Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, from Manchester. Sorry. Oh, your man, um, uh, Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. Your man, Danny Boyle, was doing it and then and then dropped out of the, the, the yeah. current one, didn't he? Sorry. Maybe it's because they wouldn't have Jack Black. There you go. Yep. Or maybe, maybe that was the, the clincher. Or maybe it's because they couldn't get Chris Cornell, who sung one of the best uh, theme tunes for James That's probably because he's dead. Exactly. That's probably why they couldn't get him. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe if they'd got uh, Whoopi Goldberg to uh, contact him, like in Ghost. <laughs> <And> Ghost. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg singing the song and doing the video uh, as Chris Cornell would be pretty fucking awesome. Right. All of these things would be a million times better than the shit that we're meant to be talking oh, sorry. about. Sorry, I know I'm getting distracted now. Let's talk about this. I missed a I missed a bit at the start. There's a there's a bit with um there's a bit with this this voiceover. Many centuries ago, remarkable family began to practice the magical art of disguise. It's just fucking dressing up, mate. Down through the ages, they worked in secret, protecting the world from evil by fucking dressing up, mate. This <laughs> is their story about dressing up. Um, yeah. So it's not Bo, Bo Derek takes the mask off. And who is it? It's Bob Carroll G's. It's Bob Carroll G's, a.k.a. <laughs> Bob Carroll G's. But who actually is it? James Brolin, it's uh, Josh Brolin's dad. Fucking hell! So like, James Brolin what? from has he spunked all his money? Uh, no, because he's he's still married to uh, Barbara Streisand, and she's still worth a few bob. Aye, but that's not his money. That's Barbara Streisand's no, dog cloning money. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the money she uses to clone her fucking uh, dogs year in def- year def- out. Definitely a paycheck on this one because the, the guy it was like, man, it's it's it's. It's James Brolin for yeah. hotel game. I mean, everybody knew him for hotel, remember? Yeah, hotel. absolutely. <clears throat> but he he was great, um, fantastic. Yeah, I, I forgot he was married to to Barbara Streisand. Um, yeah, this bit's full of Austin Powers style music, and it really is. Like they've seen Austin Powers, which was yeah. what maybe four short years, five short years ago, and mm-hmm. they've gone, fuck it, 
we're doing that. We're having some of that sweet Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, he, he definitely wanted some of the Wayne's World uh, Fames world, didn't he? he? Wanted some uh, um, star power because, like yeah. the day, this was like I, I did, apparently he done the film because he wanted to star in something his kids could watch. But come on, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, I see that, and it it it's like a funny. It's not funny. That's for fucking sure. But it's like some sort of superhero-y... Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to stop trying to try to analyse it because it doesn't fucking work on any level. Yeah. Um, so he gets away. Um, the guy's shouting after him. The guy gets gets arrested, and he's saying it wasn't it wasn't us. It was Bo Derek. Bo Derek did it. Um, America, present day. <laughs> Italian stereotypes. It's an Italian restaurant. Uh, Brolin's there. He's got a son. The son's called Pistachio. Pistachio disguises. Which, I mean, come on, give it another fucking run in the writers' room, guys. Yeah. Just what? Just one more bad. run round. Can you come up with something better? You bet this is. Give me something nuts, and they thought Pistachio. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly. What's your favourite gelato flavour? Pistachio. Um, the the accents. I mean, the the accents surely should be fucking sh- like burnt. From yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. Um, they're awful. So he's he's dressed as Mario. Moses, <laughs> which I thought was really good. Right? I, I mean, look, I don't know anything about it. But he's dressed as Moses. He's he's got the hockey stick as the kind of thing with the shaving cream beard. It's really long. I did question. I wonder if it was Barbasol. Oh, there you go. We've already learned a lot about Barbasol in the yep. Jurassic Park episode. Um, and he says, no, you've got to stop, son. You've got to stop with the dressing up. Um, because he has promised himself that his son would never get involved in being a disguisee, um, that they would uh, own a restaurant. And they do. They own a, they own an Italian restaurant. Of course they fucking do. Um, and... His son is not to know, but his his son, Pistachio, keeps doing the impressions and keeps misbehaving. We fast forward to school. Uh, the teacher says, add copper sulfate and just a little bit of luminol, and he's doing the impression. And all the way through, it's kind of like, are you... Um, you know, are you mocking me? Are you, are you, are you, are you, you know, are you, are you doing the impression? And he is, he's, do, he's doing an impression. Um, so... The teacher says, add copper sulfate and then add just a little bit of luminol. And he puts in a huge amount of copper sulfate and the whole lot of the luminol. Um, turns out I learned that copper sulfate is a compound. Um, its chemical formula is Cu2SO4, um, which sounds like a bloody postcode. Um, <laughs> It, it has no common uses because it's so unstable, which explains the explosion. Explosion. Boom. Boom. To add. Um, brilliant. I'm just going to cross those out because you got, you know me. If I don't cross these things out, uh, I miss them. Oh, well, I, I missed out the point that I remember seeing the cover of 10 in the video shop with Bo Derek, and oh. that gave me feelings as a kid. <laughs> I'll bet that. Yeah. Oh yeah. She. Uh, yeah. She's yeah, still she there. Look, she's still with us. Oh, Derek. Yeah. She's not Bo Dedit, is she? No, she's. I'll check. 
Okay, okay, right, you do the checking. Um, uh, but that boy in that scene, is that the boy that was in uh, Big Daddy by Adam Sandler? Because this is a Happy Gilmore production, so it looks as if Adam Sandler's had is his... It, well, I know, it's a, I know it's a Happy Gilmore because I, I tweeted out about that. So he's... Is he the kid? Because it's it's twins. I looked yeah, them up on twins, Yeah, that's that's him for Big Daddy. Wow! Oh, mate, well done. Because I I didn't get into that. All I, now, all I'm thinking is twins, Basil, which is really creepy when you talk about each other. Um, Just take Eric. <laughs> <laughs> She's still with us, by the way. Uh, oh God! Hang on. Are you still with us, John? I think I'm still the with it. I should be asking. So. Uh, while you're doing that, I'll I'll vamp for a bit. So we now go forward to. Um, oh, she's still with us. Is she? Oh, she's oh, well, still with fingers, us. Fingers crossed that she uh, that she she remains with us. There's a few little. There's a few other little bits that that, that you know of the story. Well, is when was that? She looks hat. Looks hat. She is hat. Um, two thousand two. Uh, two thousand twelve. All right, okay. She she may no longer be hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, this is getting us cancelled. Um, yeah, so we fast forward to him and Sophia. So he is he's copping off with this character called Sophia, and the joke is like. Oh, dear. God, I mean, it, I just I, I feel like we should be fucking cancelled just for talking about this. The joke is. He likes her because she's she's like a mama. Yeah, she's got a big bottom. Yeah, that's right. She's got a big bottom, and he refers to her at at one point as the Tush Queen. (laughs) I kind of wish this was a this was a video podcast because my eyebrows have never been so fucking high up my big bald head. (laughs) Yeah, uh, with exasperation. Um, And she says, "Look, last night was good, but uh, I've got a boyfriend." We'll come back to that. And then he gets called in. Turns out he is a uh, a waiter at his dad's thing, but he's he's got like braces on and and everything. How old is he supposed to be? Yeah, she's quite young. Uh, Dana Carvey was born in 1955, which means at the time of release he was 47 years old. Jesus, he was 47 years old. And a creepy bastard. Um, yeah. So dad calls him in and says, look, you have got to stop with the impressions. You've got to stop misbehaving yourself. You've, you've, you've just got to stop doing it. You've got to stop messing around with uh, Cher from Moonstruck. Who was that? Sophia reminded me 100% of Cher from Moonstruck. Um, yeah. Um, and he says, um, sorry, I've jumped miles forward. Sorry, I've jumped miles forward. Uh, there's a little kid on a skateboard. Uh, the kid falls over. And to cheer the kid up, he does a Shrek and Donkey impression. I know. What are the odds I'm doing a Michael Myers impression? Well, <laughs> I think that dated it hugely because Shrek was 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, and the impression, oh, my God. I mean, it's like my I, I used to do an impression of Donkey. Right. I wouldn't do a Shrek impression because I lived in fucking Scotland and I knew what a Scottish person sounded like. Um, but awful, absolutely awful. <laughs> uh, but the kid, the kid will come back into it. But he does that impression to cheer him up. And the dog is called, he says, oh, you've got a cute dog there. Oh, the dog is called The Cuteness. Cuteness, I know, The Cuteness. There's never been a more 2002 name for a dog. <laughs> 
Why didn't goodness. you call the podcast dog the cuteness, John? You fucking missed a trick there, like. Oh, God. The 11 Leon. Instead oh, of Keith. 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 <laughs> Colin. Hi, Keith. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's waiting tables. Um, and he's got them all up his arms. And this is, this is the thing. I, I, I worked in a restaurant for, a, for, for quite some, I worked in kitchens, um, for maybe a couple of years. Um, uh, shout out to anybody that worked at Frankie and Benny's in, in Teesside Park yeah. <laughs> in, uh, yeah, two, 2001 onwards. F and B, F and B. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully that place has been fucking shut down. Um, and he's carrying the plates on his arm. Which is which is which is is what you were told you had to do. Yes. And if you couldn't, you could then have one of these big fucking trays. Your man Rex has got this little tiny tray, um, and he's carrying like two things on it. But he's carrying them all. And he's going, Ah, oh, Rex, uh, you, you you don't know how to do the Italian holding the plates. Um, and he and he he's doing really well actually. He's dancing around and he's doing all yeah. this stuff. Well, no, and he's then right. trips him up and he covers the people. And it's just like this this. Cousin it pasta yeah. covered thing, and then he's the like, glasses. "Yeah, uh, I wipe the sauce from the eye." Oh Jesus Christ! I'm going to stop doing it. Mamma mia! It's yeah, yeah, yeah. mamma mia! Yeah, jeez. He upsets. <laughs> I put he upsets the Texan man from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> because because uh, I don't really know many Texan men, uh, so I would assume that that's just. Um, they're not all. Like I think that's the way they are, isn't it? Yeah, uh, by kind of like doing an impression of him. <clears throat> yeah, and he's uh, and, and and dad takes him aside, and he says, "Oh, there's so many voices in my head. I don't know which one I am." And he says, "Oh, your um, your pistachio disguise." He says, "Oh, but that one's very quiet. It's definitely not me." And I thought that bit's kind of sweet because that's you know I'm sure a lot of people. Struggle with that, you know. We're the we're the, we're the podcast that cares about mental health problems, um, but yeah, uh, he, he says he says maybe my destiny is somewhere far away, and he says no, your destiny is here at this restaurant, and he says yes here, but Papa, don't preach. I'm in trouble deep. Papa, don't <laughs> preach. I've made up my mind. I'm keeping my baby, and I yeah. died a little bit inside. Because Papa Don't Preach, as I learned, is from 1986. It is nearly 30 years on from this movie. Jesus. How, how, when was it? Sorry, nearly 20 years on from this movie. 30. Yeah, so that's what years on from now. <laughs> it is 20 years on from this movie. And the story um, It's from the album True Blue. It was number one in the US and the UK. Um, fucking hell. I mean, I know, mate. Oh, I know. I know. I I, I felt exactly the same because I'm like, why are you using such an old joke for? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like how long has he been sat on that gag from um, Saturday Night Live? That that has, must have been sat on that gag for a long, long time. <clears throat> oh yeah. Um. So. We continue into the film. Um, oh, Rex is Sophia's boyfriend. She mentions the boyfriend, and this is where he calls him Waiter Rex, and she he calls her the Tush Queen. He goes back in, and and <laughs> later that night, this, this bit, this car pulls up 
in this kind of disused alley, this kind of dark disused alley. And I've put his parents are kidnapped from what looks like Michael Jackson's Moonwalker video. Yeah, because it's, it's really atmospheric, and uh, I, I don't yeah. know what is going on the there. Steam rising up, and I almost expected Joe Pesci to to, to jump out and go, "I'm going to give your your parents drugs, drugs." <laughs> Or Whatever. Yeah, it's a bit weird. And why is he on the roof as well? It shows him peering over the roof. At which stage was he on the roof? Yeah, there must have been a lot of cuts in this movie. Um, As we go through it, there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't make um, sense as a film. Do they get whisked away? And there's a grandpa that comes to the door straight away, is it? Yeah. Before that, they get mum, mom, mama, and she's making cannolis. Have you ever had a cannoli, John? Uh, no. No, me, well, me either. Uh, I've been and bought some, actually, some cannolis uh, filled with lemon ricotta. Uh, so a cannoli is fried dough uh, filled with ricotta, and <laughs> it's, it's like, a, like a pudding, like a dessert or a biscuit. Dates back to, they believe, 827... And 1091 AD, kind of like melons uh, in uh, in London. Uh, so they're over a thousand years old, which is nearly as old as you, John. Man, I don't I remember know. having him when I was. I mean, <laughs> they maybe hadn't made it to. Uh, hadn't made it to, Surely they made it to parts of Glasgow. Uh, you know, certainly, there's a certainly no Pollock. Uh, yeah, well, you maybe had to go to the. Uh, you maybe had to go somewhere like Air to the ice cream <laughs> shops to get uh, uh, It was only on seaside resorts such as Lancaster and or Helensburgh. <laughs> <laughs> the irony about all of those places is they've since been named the uh, place uh, most likely to get drugs in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> I used to live in Greenock. Uh, lucky me, uh, but I would spend a lot of time in Largs, which always reminds me of the Frankie Boyle line that everybody from Glasgow has been on a school trip and fingered a girl on the way to Largs, on the bus on the way to Largs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so mum's making cannolis when they, when they nab her. Yeah. You're right. He passes out when he discovers them gone. And oh, fucking hell, there's no need. This taxi pulling up. Did you get the reference there? The taxi pulls up. It's a foggy, misty night. Oh, the, the, uh, yeah, I, I didn't understand that as well. The Exorcist. Like, yeah, like, the Exorcist. I even had the music, but it was it was just off, so they didn't need to pay any fees. Did you notice that? So it wasn't I the didn't actual notice music. It was off because I think I was busy turning in my yet filled grave. Over yeah, it's an iconic piece of music, but they, they, they tweaked it, I think, so they didn't need to pay, uh, pay Michael Field any money or. Some because it's it's just yeah like you. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a thing you've learned there because I was I was I, I mean I know Tubular Bells but I didn't know it was Tubular Bells in 1974. I also didn't know it was off. Apparently, it got to number three in Canada, which was its best result. Oh, number 31 in the UK. Obviously, shit, and didn't know anything about music at the time. The B side, you are gonna love this, mate. The B side to Mike Oldfield's Tubular Bells. Was Froggy Comes a Courting? Oh, really? Do you know the old child's thing of Froggy Comes a Courting? Uh. But it was spoken by Mike Oldfield and a, a lady called Vanessa Branson. Guess who Vanessa Branson's related to? Uh, that billionaire that just wants to keep all his money. Richard uh, Branson. That prick. <laughs> 
at uh, trying to buy the NHS, Richard Branson. Come at me, Branson. Come Bear at me, in mind, Richard Branson ended up in jail for not declaring his import tax on Virgin Records. And that's <laughs> not something I've learned. Did, did, did you know that? No, I don't know. Uh, we'll add that to something that you've learned. Then that's not great. That. Yeah, he did. He ended up in. He ended up doing Bird over that, I believe. Um, certainly uh, didn't organise his imports over Virgin Records. But yeah, his sister it does the vocals. I've given it a listen. It's trippy as I'm sure it's really, really good. If you're off your tits, as I would assume a lot of people were in 1974. Yeah, not sure. So what was the first... song, song Alan Rickman vocal done? Alan Rickman vocal on a Megalfield track. Did he really? Yeah, and it's the one with the, the actual tubular bells one, the, the one that does all the sort of partitions and it's just grand piano, blah, blah, blah. Apparently the people oh, oh, that. Oh, no, 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 that's not Alan Rickman. I know what you're thinking. That's the, the That guy was a, um, oh, for the life of me, I can't remember his name, but that guy was a, a chap that was a, a folk singer. So he's saying, a slightly detuned synthesizer. Well, Alan Rickman must have done it for the remaster because he's definitely, he's definitely got credit for it somewhere. Did he really? <clears throat> yeah. Look at you. Just, uh, Getting your I people am, on, big I'm man. doing a quick Google. Um, indeed he does. Tubular Bells 2. Mate, that's amazing. I've never listened to Tubular Bells 2. I, 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 it's like um, Blues Brothers 2000. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just won't. What, I just why make won't. a classic? Yeah, I just, I just won't. But, I, but I did watch Escape from LA, and I fucking liked Escape from LA. Did, a you, lot. did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did a lot. Yeah, and I watched it maybe about four or five years ago. Yeah, no, but yeah. it's pretty. Yeah. Dated. That, that, that here she is it here she here she yeah yeah I don't know whether it's here she like oh yeah well oh shit yeah I'd forgotten about that yeah that's not cool. That's not cool. <laughs> That's John Carpenter, though, I think he's quite white, right wing, isn't he? John Carpenter. Yeah, he is. Yeah, you know, I guess it. Maybe. I guess it comes with age. I hope it doesn't come with age because I don't but think. That, that, apparently, that basketball scene was shot in the one scene. That one shot, but I, I don't think it was. Well, they say it was shot in the one scene, but it was cool to say that at the time because the one, the alien one, is shot. The alien yeah, the resurrection the, one. She has one shot and she does it. Uh, and Ron Perlman and the little French guy out of all the Jean Pierre Genet movies, they were both absolutely astonished when it goes in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe worth a rewatch that. I haven't watched that in a long, long time. I think I've only seen it twice. Alien Resurrection. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it, it didn't get. It wasn't well received. I'd seen that name as Alien Three, but I still watch that. I still class it as part of the trilogy. It's got Brian Glover in it. You know, York, Yorkshire actor Brian Glover, who should be in everything. Well, except he can't because he's been dead for about twenty years. <laughs> and Charles Dance, what a legend! Charles Dance, indeed he is. Yeah, um, without his uh, different coloured eye. Like in Oh yeah. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. That's right. Anyway, moving on. We've picked up a few things from that. So grandfather t- <laughs> grandfather turns up as he comes to and, and he approaches him. Uh oh so he come he comes to with grandfather there and grandfather is then goes away and he's dressed as a maid. Yeah. As a maid <laughs> like just it, it's, there it's randomly. basically oh look at this, look at this fat Central American woman. Oh, she's got to be a maid. And he says, oh, grandfather? And he's he's kind of squeezing her face and her cheeks and all that kind of mm-hmm. all that bit, yeah. which is good. <laughs> um, uh, and then he says, oh, latex. It's very good. And he says, oh, you know, it's not just latex. Um, here's our history. And I was like, fucking hell, it's like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, it goes to a fair bit, doesn't it? I'm sure there's... 
It does, yeah. And, and one of the things that I didn't know about, so the first one is um, George Washington. Now, do you know anything about George Washington and, and what this references? So I th- was it George? I thought it was uh, Abraham Lincoln. No, Abraham Lincoln comes next. Mate. The first one is George Washington. So George Washington, uh, it's a little boy, and he's got an axe, and he's going to take down the cherry tree. And as he swings the axe, the cherry tree says, uh, no cherry tree for you, George Washington, and then runs off. So was. Sorry, yeah, Um, yeah. Now, I had absolutely no idea what this was, because not American. My my American history, short of American films, is fucking in the toilet. And I've learned a lot about American history today. But I did find this little bit uh, online. It says, The cherry tree myth is the most well-known and longest enduring legends about George Washington. In the original story, when Washington was six years old, he received a hatchet as a gift and damaged his father's cherry tree. When his father discovered he had done what he had done, he became angry and confronted him. Young George bravely said, I cannot tell a lie. I did cut it with my hatchet. Washington's father embraced him and rejoiced the son's honesty was worth more than a thousand trees. Isn't that sweet? Apparently it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I thought it was honest, Abe. <laughs> huh? That sounds like honest, Abe. <laughs> it does a little bit, yeah. Cannot so, tell basically, what, what, we're, what we're learning is all all American history is built on fucking bullshit, which, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys that. Whatever. That. Whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it wasn't a, wasn't a thing, wasn't real. I've added it to the list. Um, yeah, the, <laughs> the next one, and this, I mean, this fucking stuck right in my car. Yeah, it went me right up. Abraham Lincoln, uh, he was really boring. He couldn't he couldn't do a speech, and he's kind of like, oh, uh, hang on a second, I just need to use the John or whatever. And he goes in, and he high-fives the guy, and the guy comes running, and he's like, woo! I am Abraham Lincoln, woo! He says, how about you guys hit some music? Let's party! Fuck, you know. And the song, do you know what the song was? Oh, it's annoying me because I was singing it earlier on. It's been in my head. I now. like to move it, move it. Yeah, so it's... Reel to Reel featuring the Mad Stuntman. <laughs> which I remember <laughs> really fucking <laughs> liking and then it got ruined well by this in 2021 but by Madagascar like oh, it's a fucking yeah. soundtrack to all those Madagascar movies that it until really is, the circus it? it's circus time or whatever that is Chris Rock fucking thing um, <laughs> yeah 1994 uh, Real to Real featuring the Mad Stuntman got to number five in the UK chart and I knew it was in Madagascar but do you know what I didn't know maybe I blocked it out what? There's a crazy frog cover. Oh god. Do you remember the crate was the crazy frog a British thing? Overseas uh, listeners tell us because that's, that's got the, Europe. Yeah, I thought it was. That's got that's European it. dance music written all fucking that, over. That was just a fun somebody's It was. It was a fun, it was a and it was like 5 quid a download or something. Yeah. Remember downloading songs on your phone? Remember? Remember getting ringtones? ringtones? Before everybody put their phones on silent for the rest of the Yeah, day. exactly. I know. Yeah, I would throw- never find my phone because I do not want to hear it ringing. Yeah, I listen to my work phone ringing on a semi-regular, well, semi-regular, fucking every te- five, ten minutes my work phone rings. My personal phone is on silent. Do you know what? 
thankfully, all of my mates, you included, know better than to fucking ring me. Yeah. He rings me. Phone conversations. Why do that? Why do that? Phone Just conversations with my mum and my dad. And that's it. And that is it. <laughs> Which is I, spoke, I, I spoke mayor on my Nokia thirty three ten, and that's purely because you could type in your own salt and your own tunes, oh, and mine was always help me, Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. There's a um, <laughs> there's a short circuit two reference in there. There was one, which is the that's only right. time there is one. Um, on mine, I had Goldfinger. <laughs> Do we program Goldfinger into it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I had Friday the thirteenth. Oh no! What ones it goes? Halloween. Halloween. So I had yeah, Halloween. Uh, Rachel's going to listen to this and go, "How have you still not sorted out Halloween as my ringtone on my phone? Even though you've been doing it for fucking four years, and I have an iPhone, and it's as easy as paying seventy nine p. Don't want to pay seventy nine p. Duck is the answer. That Abraham Lincoln thing's awful. Yeah, it's really bad. You must find really father and mother. Um, here is the book of the disguisey way, and it's this big fucking huge tome, isn't it? Like um, ne- Necronomicon. <laughs> it's like the Necronomicon. Yeah, <laughs> don't read it out and record it and put it in a fucking basement. And he says, <laughs> "That's very good. Can't believe, can't believe you remember it, but it's been a long time since I've watched Evil Dead movies. Yeah, it's been a while, mate. It's been a while, but I've watched that film so many times. It was unbelievable. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah, ditto. He says, you must find your father and mother. He says, oh, but, but grandfather, can you not help me? He says, no, because if a father and, and, and father and mother are missing, only a son who has become a master of disguise can save them without help from the grandfather. And then he opens the book and he says, oh, pop up. And it's like, it's a farmer and there's a son. Yes. And the son says, if a father and mother are missing, only a son who has become master of disguise can save them uh, without without any direct help from the grandfather. And he says, "Oh, that's a very specific farmer," and I and that was the first laugh of the movie for me. Oh, was it? I did laugh? Yeah, I did go. Oh, that's that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I see what you did then, two thousand two. Yeah, but I also was delighted that it, they keep using the title of the film. And I'd written down, way because, you know, you say the movie, you win the movie. You win it, exactly. You win a prize. Uh, but yeah. the only thing he needs is a PA that he needs, like, a, an, a, like a personal he assistant. Does, he doesn't needs he? an assistant. They go in the attic to find the nest. And it's a contraption of things to get into the nest. So they open something and a car to- a toy car drops and mm-hmm. goes into something and sets fire to something, which is magnified and things. I tell you what, in the UK over the last year, I'm sick of seeing that shit during lockdown. You know, pricks in the house that have got like three floors of a house with all the stairs. have got marbles running down little yeah. things. And look, I get it. You co- we all cope in different ways. We started a fucking podcast, for God's sake. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's how we're coping. But I-, I have seen enough of these videos of people going, get in your hole! To fucking golf balls that are bouncing around their house. <laughs> Where did they get all the fucking snooker queues for as well? What's that all about? Yeah, everyone's got a snooker queue and a million fucking boxes. <laughs> you know, I mean, I get it. You know, and the, 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 every fucking pot and pan in the house. She would have my fucking balls if I did that. I she really would. Yeah, they did that up. Yeah, there's a montage of disguises now. They have a fucking theme tune. But they don't just have a theme tune to this thing. I, I, I've looked up the lyrics for this particular theme tune, The Master of Disguise, and I can't find it. By Vitamin C. 
apparently she was a thing. I found a later one. But yeah, they have three title songs. There's this, The Master of Disguise, which is meant to sound like a Shirley Bassey-type number. Goldfinger, diamonds are forever. Haven't got the range, darling. Um, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Clary. Uh, I am wanking as I write this. Have you ever seen that? Remember that? That was, uh, that was him to Emma... Oh, God. Emma Thompson. Yeah, I've got to see Emma Stone there. Uh, yeah, I am wanking as I write this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sure that's on you, you, YouTube. That will be, I want to say, Fist of Fun or, or This Morning Not With with Richard, Not Judy, uh, which was a very 90s thing in the UK. So is a montage of disguises. There's three songs, one of which I'll, I'll give you the lyrics to now, is M-A-S-T-E-R Part 2 by... Lil Fizz, Lil Fizz, which uh, is is I quite like a bottle of Little Fizz uh, yeah. on a special occasion. Fox Fizz. He's he's the M A S T E R of disguise. Oh right, he can change in front of your eyes. He's the master, master of disguise. Is the M A S T E R of disguise? He can change in front of your eyes. He's the master, master of disguise. He don't play. I change his fences every day. The one while it was don't play. No one can do what he can do. It's his groove that makes him feel strong. Whenever and out, he'll fall off his time. Like, I'm absolutely no, like, I'm not making this up. You couldn't make this shit up. Um, <laughs> now, who's down? Who's back? It's not the time to stop for little fizz and like that. Let me tell you a little story about the guy behind the mask. For you get crunk, so we'd have to change fast. Nine-time thrower to a couple of jazz, and you know he could change in the blink of an eye. Turn the nerd into a nerdy guy. It's not much of a change. Uh, now, tell me if he looks stupid. You're going to ask this why. He's the M-A-S-T-E-R of disguise. He can change in front of your eyes. Look up in, in the air to dem other guys. If a shorty in them dog, it wouldn't be wise. If a shorty in them dog, well, yeah, okay, I read that right. <laughs> He's a crime fighter keeping the streets tighter. He's not. Movie set so thrilled you can call him Night Writer. Due <laughs> <laughs> to the game and not but a thang. So come on, everybody. Let's scream his name. No. <laughs> Little Fizz was on the Fizz, man. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a reason we've all heard of Kanye. You know, we've all heard of, you know. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck's this guy now? <laughs> this guy backed the wrong master here. Thank you, he fizzled out. He should have. He, did, he, he, he should have backed Master Blaster. Master Blaster. So he should have backed uh, in my eyes. Oh, so, what a song! On from that, I'm, I'm going to make a note because I tell you before this, I didn't know how, how bad rap could actually be. I'm a bit of a fan of uh, of, of US hip hop, but not that. Um, more like grade C rap, isn't it? <laughs> So he's got a book, Master of Disguise for Dummies. Um, he's reading that. I did a little bit of a looking into the Dummies books because I've owned a couple of them. Have you, they, they sold more than 50, 150 million books launched in 1991 with DOS for Dummies. Yep. Which if you remember, DOS was pretty fucking painful at the time. So that was quite really was. Have you ever owned or read a Dummies book, Jim? Oh, God, no. I've, I think I've Googled a couple of things. And it's came up with inserts from the Dummies books, but I've never actually owned one. Have you? 
Um, yeah, I owned Excel for dummy Excel 2005. I want to say for dummies because I was just shocking with Excel at the time. Rachel has got a cup copy on the bookshelf behind me somewhere of zombies for dummies, which is quite fun. Nice. So would you consider yourself uh, an XL M-A-S-T-E-R then? I would c- consider myself an XL uh, M-A-S-T-E-R B E T. I've had too much wine. Masturbate. <laughs> uh, let's just say I'm wanker XL. <laughs> XL at wanking. <laughs> I do indeed. He's, he's, he's got these fake teeth. He's biting into an apple and he loses. In the, in the, what a fucking mess that is. Then there's a fat guy suit and the old boy presses a button and he gets fat. And then he presses a button and he gets very, very fat. I was triggered as fuck, as you can understand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, no there's various other bits. Um, next scene is Devlin Bowman. We get introduced to Devlin Bowman. Who's that? That's uh, Data. From it's fucking the, Data. Yeah. That's a Yeah. Um, next gen. Yeah, I, I just made a note with it. it's data with uh, Jonathan Frakes's goatee beard. That is exactly what it is because I'm like, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Who am I looking at here? Am I looking at Brent Spiner or <laughs> Jonathan Frakes? I'm looking at Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Except, for those, except for those series where he shaved off his goatee, which was fucking weird. Who who did for Jonathan Frakes? Yeah, yeah. The, in the there was two, a couple of series where in Next Gen where he didn't have a goatee. Well, and the first, the first series never had anything. Remember, and their their class is not the best. But as soon as they grew a beard, it started kicking off. Oh, I've maybe because I've gone back to them recently. Yeah, um, it's like watching a dog walk on its hind legs. Watching him without a thing, it's just <laughs> not he, right. His face yeah. was. Yeah, he's the guy that they robbed at the very, very beginning, and he wants to rob. Is it is it the, the greatest artifacts of all time? Yes, what's the steal or the greatest artifacts of all time? The art, Mona Lisa, the, there's everything in there. There's the um the I was gonna say the Ten Commandments. <laughs> the American equivalent. Because <laughs> the they're real. Um so we'll come to what, what, what they nick as they come along. So Dana Carver oh, right, back to bloody pistachio, and he's in brown face. Jesus, I'm gonna yeah. very quickly go over this. He's got the turban on, he's he's kind of got the voice, but he hasn't. And I've just written, fucking Christ. He says, You've got to have this term that you use, and I didn't write down what they call it, but the term that they use, become and he says, become another person, become another person. Which is just it's and I know it's meant to be hack. I know it is meant to be fucking stupid. Become another person, become another person. And then he's like, he's got the accent, he's doing the he's doing the whole kind of Peter Sellers fucking thing, man. Yeah. And it wasn't acceptable when Peter Sellers did it in the seventies. It's not acceptable in two thousand and fucking two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he does it and there's there's this and, and he, he plays the recorder and the snake out, Cobra, and he's like, Oh, he's pretty and he's feeding him a cheese slice, which I thought was quite interesting. <laughs> I, I could eat a cheese slice. Um, <laughs> like proper cheese, not Oh yeah. Then your craft crap. Yeah, uh, craft cheese slice, which Rachel loves on burgers, by the way. She prefers that to like proper cheese on a burger. What? Is that last nay taste? Well, she married me, mate. Well, Am I right? she has <laughs> she has taste. She hates with you though, so you know she's got some fucking points, yeah. <laughs> so 
this is the this is the, the first thing that they that they rob. Oh, it was called the Angelico. Become another person. It's called Angelico, and I'd written it out down somewhere else. You'll have an Angelico, and it's become another person. Become another person. So they rob the first thing. Number one, the Constitution. That's it. The Ten Commandments. That's what I mean. Yeah, the Constitution. Uh, what, what do you know about the Constitution, John? Uh, I think Nicholas Cage stole it once. He did two years later. <laughs> that man. I'm not going to get into what I learned about the Constitution because I didn't look it up. But what I do know is it allows uh, allows you to bear arms, um, which um, I think means that you can wear a short sleeve shirt. Ah, uh, I get you that. You shoot yeah, yeah. fucking school, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to get into the Constitution, although I probably could have added three or four, five, six, twenty things about the Constitution. Yeah. I wanted to be funny as opposed to being a thing. T- tell us something that you love about the Constitution if you are American. Uh, I've put he's nicked the Constitution two years before National Treasure and 19 years before that US coup of 2021. Oh, <laughs> that was a late fucking coup's ass, wasn't it? Yeah, he was a coup's <laughs> ass indeed. Yeah. Um, and they use who? Who's, who's, the, who's the person that borrows it? Or the, the the Constitution? Yeah. Is it is it Magic Johnson? It isn't. It isn't. It's Ben Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, it's Ben Johnson. Uh Ben Johnson, uh I tell oh, I learned of I tell you what, I didn't half learn some stuff about Ben Johnson, mate. So he represented Canada at running in in, in various bits and pieces, um, Olympics and such. But he was born in Jamaica. Oh really? Uh, he won two bronze at the 84 Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was disqualified in 88 at Seoul. Just two things, because I didn't know the 88 was at Seoul. Just a little bit too young for that. Uh, drug testing for steroids. And you will, mate, you will love this. In 1998, he raced a racehorse and a stock car, like a thoroughbred racehorse and a stock car in a race, and mm-hmm. finished third. <sighs> Well, that was bound to happen. When it, how, how long oh, was well, it over? Does it tell you how long it was over? Uh, like a car with X amount of horsepower and a horse with literal with, horsepower. With, with the horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> with all the horsepower. And then a man with none of Jesus. the horsepower. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he does a relay thing. Oh, it's fucking embarrassing. It's embarrassing, isn't it? He was desperate for money at the time. Um, with some failed uh, businesses, including a clothing line. Clothing mm-hmm. line put that on there as well um so yeah he he does like a relay thing with it and they say oh yeah you can thanks for letting me borrow the constitution guys it's okay mr johnson anytime this fat security guard spit at me uh, <laughs> and he, he does the relay thing and he runs off and they speed it up they speed up the film of him getting to the car fucking space 50 100 meters to actually go at it son you know they speed it up which, to my mind, was just kidding. Yeah, because it turns out it's not Magic Johnson or Ben Johnson. It's Dad. He rips the mask off, and uh, your man Devlin says, "I love having a master of disguise do my bidding," and then starts laughing and laughing and laughing, and, and then, then he really farts. Yes, he stops laughing, and now it all makes this whole movie fucking comes together on the back of what you said about. Um, the fact that it was for, it's for kids. It's, a, it's for, for this guy's kids to watch. I wonder what this guy's kids think now. Now that they're what? 30. They watch that. 
No, now that they're Doesn't 30 it? or something, I bet they're like, oh, fucking hell, Dad, you dropped the ball was, there. <laughs> was it worth your career? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, <laughs> we, we struggled for shoes because you made this shit for us. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, really bad. There's there's lots of bits where every time he does that he farts. Um, so Grand Granddad and Pistachio uh, are in the street and they look at this and and the jokes are big bums. Big bums are attractive because they're Italian. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Italians and Italian Americans. I, I wish you could just forget about it. Um, <laughs> um, absolutely. Um, there's this gorgeous. I'm saying inverted commas. Big bum, walking a dog, long hair, uh, and uh, he says, "Grandpa says uh, she would make a good a wife for you." Uh, and then turns around, and it's actually a man with long hair. Uh, so I'm not into, and it's kind of like, which isn't cool. Uh, but we're looking for an assistant, and as they're looking for an assistant, they're interviewing people, and this could be a thing. This could be a real comedy thing, but all they do is they stop people say it when, when people are talking about what they can do and what who they've worked for, he just tells them to shut up. Like, he tells them to stop. Uh, the music is Devo's Whip It. Um, Whip It, good. I didn't go any more into that because I know a lot about Devo's Whip It, so there isn't a lot I learned from that. It's one of those <laughs> songs that... Uh, crack that whip. Licorice whip. So... <laughs> <laughs> So they end up not being able to find anybody. The little kid that shit on the um, skateboard is called Barney Baker, who was never in anything ever again. But his mum is Jennifer Esposito. Uh, what did you say about Jennifer Esposito before we came on the air? Oh, she's um, she's the detective, or she's high up in the police and the boys, and she's the one that gets her head blown off. She is. Whoa! Spoiler alert, people. That oh, sh- sorry. She's the one that has an accident. Well, I wasn't even getting at that. I think I was getting the fact you said she was banging. But yeah, okay. That's, that's <laughs> oh, fine. she was though. She was. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, she was. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> ter- terrible. All the female. All both female listeners are going. What? What? Um, both female listeners who were married to us. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, the. So they say, yeah, you, you could do a job. But the joke is throughout that she's got a little bum. Like, oh, you've got a tiny bottom, a tiny bottom, tiny bottom. Oh, yeah. not a bad tiny bottom. She becomes a new assistant because she's got, she's got attitude and all that kind of thing. But she keeps saying, oh, I, how about the dental? What do I do to get the, the dental? The dental. Yeah, and clean it back. Like yeah. proper questions you need to ask. Yeah, which, I mean, such an American joke that just doesn't kind of land for me because nah. – what do you do for what? the dental? Well, either you're NHS or you pay for it. I don't fucking charge Lord my dental back anywhere. Due, due no, to, no. It's not in my job. Uh, and, and I'm beyond NHS, which is fine. And those, those that need it should have it. They're sat at the table talking about... I've just read what comes next. Um, they're, sorry, they're talking... About, <laughs> they're talking... Um, about it, and, and they've got this thing on the table called soul water or sole water, S O L E. So I looked into sole water to find out what brand it was. It's maybe a brand because you know me, I love a product. Yeah, maybe you a do. Brand that doesn't exist anymore or never existed, but it got me down a massive rabbit hole of S O L E water is where people put Himalayan salt into water until it can't absorb any more salt and drink it because it's healthy for you. Bloody hell. Yeah, 
That doesn't sound healthy at all. No, it's it's not. Considering how much fucking sodium we all take in in our diets today, that is that's killer. I mean, that's the kind of thing I would do if I've got a bit of toothache because I'm yeah. just dentist, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't know who to charge it back to. But yeah, I learned. I mean, I I spent probably a good fifteen minutes looking at this YouTube videos. Anybody thinks this is a good idea, please. Like I can give you 15, 16 reasons why it isn't, all of which relate to your health, um, <laughs> except for one which relates to the fact that Himalayan salt is really fucking expensive. <sighs> and so Grandpa says you need to think about who, where, why, and how. It's like a two-and-a-half-minute scene of him just not getting it, and he's going, who, where, how, and how. No, yeah. who... Who, how, and why, and fucking... And at no point does he go, which? Which is what I hoped he might. Um, and then they do a dance. Who, where, why, and how. Here you go. Have a nest in a box, which looks like the box. Uh, looks like the big chest that... Um, the big suitcase that um, George Bailey gets in It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> oh, yeah. George. <laughs> George. I was, I was big into that. Um he says, oh, and the disguisey ball of knowledge, which looks like a Quidditch ball, but I don't know enough about Harry Potter to know which one. The one that batters you to fuck uh, a batter or a bummer or something. Bludger. There you go. That's the one. A bludger. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Jennifer, oh, they're, they're going through the trash. Grandpa goes away. Only to fucking come back like three scenes later. Um uh, Grandpa goes away and he's looking through the trash and she finds a cigar from the Turtle Club. You need to be a member at the Turtle Club, but it's definitely from there. And he says, okay, well, I could be a master of disguise. And then they turn up at the Turtle Club. Oh, the Turtle Club, is it? Turn up at the Turtle Club. And she's dressed. She looks, you know, she looks fantastic. She's, she's yeah. dressed like a Looking. gangster's mole. What the fuck is he dressed as? A turtle. A turtle. A turtle. So, Red. Turtle mouth, everything just is. All right, turtle mouth with the bitey. That's horrible, isn't it? (laughs) And the and the the suit. And I remember somebody got a while ago saying, um, "It is a bad film." This was this was years ago, years and years ago. Someone I know, it is a bad film, but the turtle bit is brilliant. Someone said the turtle bit is fantastic. I I don't know who they are, and I'm obviously not friends with them anymore. (laughs) They lied. They lied to you, mate. It's like she's doing all the talking and he's going, turtle, turtle, yeah. turtle. Yeah, it's pretty it's bad. It's really, really bad. And it, it, I, I got kind of feelings of your, your man, Dustin Hoffman. Rain Man. Rain Man, yeah. So now's the time, listeners, I've, I've got to share this with you. Um, I saw Rain Man probably when it first came out as a teenager and I think I wasn't really paying attention. And until, oh God, I think probably only about 10 years ago when I saw it for the second time, I honestly thought, I honestly remembered, misremembered Rain Man as being a buddy comedy. <laughs> two brothers. Jesus. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I'm not too ashamed to admit it to our listeners and, and friends out there. Uh, yeah, I uh, not not great, not great. Um, but yeah, it's really kind of like, he's like, eh, be, 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 turtle. And then, or he'll say something, go turtle. And then he gets really vicious and 
Start snapping at people, bite somebody's nose off. He, oh, he bites the guy's nose off, and the guy's not got a nose. It's the worst fucking CG, by the way, isn't it? Yeah. It's it, bad. He throws it back on and makes all the noises. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah, and, he's got, and he goes into his shell, and the suit's a big round suit. That suit would probably fit me a fucking treat, by the way. <laughs> um, and he... Oh, Rachel, at this point, Rachel said to me, is this a kid's film? And just as he was saying, turtle, turtle, turtle. Meanwhile, the Liberty Bell is being stolen. Yep. Um, oh, sorry, they, they give away the name of the guy uh, who, who smokes the cigars. So next up is number 46, the Liberty Bell, picked up by whom, John? Mr. Ves- AC, AC, Jesse Ventura. AC, Ventura. Yeah, Jesse the Body Ventura. Fuck, I love this guy. I absolutely love this guy. He is exceptional in everything he's in. I've even seen him, I don't know if you've seen any of these, in his conspiracy theory stuff that he does on TV. No, I have not had the pleasure. His co-host Good. is June Sarpong. Oh, from E4? T4, yeah. T4. What? She was on there with old Vernon K and Simon, whatever he was called. Simon Amstel. I know Kirsty's a big Oh, fan. yeah. She's a big fan for, uh, don't, uh, don't forget the Buzzcocks. Big fan of the wee man. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Jesse Ventura, he, he's, he's brilliant in everything. One day, probably one day very soon, I think we're going to do um, Demolition Man. He's barely in Demolition Man, but he had a huge part ripped out. I believe he oh. fell out with Stallone. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I do. Um, and at this point, he was becoming the um, uh, the governor of... In 2002? When, in 2002? Yeah. God, what a year. Well, well, yeah, so he was, yeah, he was becoming governor, or he was governor at the time. Um, he gives them, uh, he gives them, he says, "Oh, thanks very much for the action figures." And they say, he says, "Oh, they are action figures, not dolls," uh, <laughs> which, which are very, very keen to point out. He should be in one of these Fargo shows, man. He really should with that accent. He should be in one of these Fargo shows. There was a series of three of these man of action dolls, by the way. I'm going to call them dolls. Jesse Atters, I'm all for that, because he was a Navy SEAL at one point. He was a coach of a right. football team, and uh-huh. he was mayor. So I say governor. He was mayor. He wasn't a governor. He was a mayor. Um, so there's three of them. This was 1998 that they came out. And if you want one, John, you can get one for 50 bucks on Amazon. People at home, if you love us, if you if if you love anything that we do, we do it for free. We spend a lot of our time. We want Jesse Ventura dolls, uh, action <laughs> figures. Action. Yeah, they're not dolls, action figures. Action figures. Yeah, absolutely. He picks up the Liberty Bell. I learned about the Liberty Bell, other than your man Nicholas Cage nicking that as well at some point. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, commissioned in 1752, and it was cast in London. Hey, that day, London. The, the word an accent on any podcast, including American podcasts, is to be found here <laughs> on 100 Things We Learn. And cast on it is written, Proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all inhabitants thereof. There you go. Which, ironic, really, when you consider there's a lot of people in America with very little liberty. There's a lot of bell ends. 
<laughs> there'll be one less as 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 we are now at the time of hosting. Hopefully, he doesn't get any of his money and any of his uh, free travel for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, we meet the boyfriend. The boyfriend is called Trent, and I've written it's the best river because I'm from Nottingham. <laughs> uh, he's oh, and they fight to Eye of the Tiger, which again is twenty years too late. Well, like, yeah, it's too late. The kid comes along and he's like, "Oh, I'm saying nice things about the kid," but obviously he hates the fucking kid. And then the then the dog and, and then the dog, the cuteness, gets on the skateboard and does the skateboarding thing. I mean, it's right. so two thousand and skateboarding dogs is so too. It's like the last thing on the fucking local news two thousand and two, isn't it? Aye, uh, mate. I was thinking about that thing that was presented. We heard with the teeth. Remember what's her name with the teeth? Esther Ranson. Esther Ranson. Was, that. You're thinking about that's life. That's life. That's it. But it shows you the wee, wee clip of the pet or the wee, wee budget that can drink booze or play darts. That's yeah, that. <laughs> that's the one. They find this yearbook online, right? And and they find an entry of Devlin online in the yearbook, and it's like a proper like made up browser. It, well, no, it's not a made up browser. It's like a Netscape browser or something. But it's a proper uh, page. Lycos or something. Lycos. <laughs> we'll do, I'll just do a Lycos search. <laughs> ask Jeeves. Oh, no, there's a bit. There's a line. Did you yeah. ask Jeeves? Yeah, but yeah, Jeeves yeah, didn't tell me anything. Yeah. That's, that's dated, isn't it? Fuck that. I mean, is Ask Jeeves still a thing? Is Jeeves still uh, No, I think there's still... I think you still get a Yahoo he thing. He used to write in a question, and he couldn't answer the question. Yeah, I never did. Because it was a search engine. You don't write a question for Google. <laughs> yeah, what would that, what would Jeeves say? Uh, <laughs> um, so he says in his yearbook online, my plan is to steal all of the, the greatest artworks or whatever of all time. So they're going to a memorabilia fair because he's going to want toys and memorabilia. Yep. And then the next scene, they're on Antiques Roadshow. Oh, yeah, so they are. Yeah, but then if you watch it uh, in the end credits, there's a guy like with a mus- like a Doctor Robotnik mustache, fat guy going, and all the toys you could have, all yeah. the toys, a big massive scene as well. Like they've they've evidently ditched that scene, and in the background there's toys and transformers and bits and pieces. They ditched that scene for Antiques Road. None of it makes any fucking sense. I know. Um, yeah. And his character is a woman called Gammy Num Num. I've put she's some old broad. This is one girl not prepared to be your Malcolm in the middle. What? What does that even mean? I know. know. Uh, Invites Jennifer to the party. The dog opens the book. Oh, she she says, I'm not going to go, you know, as an assistant, surely I shouldn't be required to date old weird guys. The dog opens the book and it says, assistants may be required to date old weird guys. Again, <laughs> yeah, a diminishing returns on these gags. That's okay. That's kind of funny. We get to the party. She's there. She looks fantastic. Everybody looks fantastic. It's his thing. Yeah. But where's I the do- master of disguise? I don't know. Oh, I've seen Miss Tony Madonna. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. Oh, it's it is worse <laughs> than my Al Pacino movie. 
<laughs> Al Pacino impression. Jesus Christ! Bad. Bad. You know, it, 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 again, w- without meaning to labour the point, we've 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 got to do once upon a time in Hollywood at some point. I set myself down and I watched the Dana Carvey Double Bill. I watched <laughs> the Master of Disguise. Wage Road. Secret Life of Pets Two. He's in the Secret Life of Pets Two. Yeah. Is he really? <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the last thing he was in. Yeah. Um, but gee, I mean, like he's got the shirt open to the fucking. Oh, I mean, when was um seventy eighty one for Scarface? Scarface eighty one. I mean, oh, he could have done a Heat reference. He could have done. And she's got a great ass. I should have done a heat reference. So Scarface is nineteen eighty-three. Wow! Right. Okay. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, he- and, and Heat was at least uh, five years before. But he's 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 kind of doing the the dance. He says, "Oh, say hello to my little friend. He's a shrunken head," which doesn't make any sense. He then dances to Conga. Um, now, I have got something to admit here. Conga is Miami Sound Machine featuring Gloria Estefan. It didn't chart in the UK, but was massive everywhere else, including Holland. It was in the top 10 in Holland. I absolutely love Gloria Estefan. Always have. You're human. You're only human. Well, just something about just something about that that that, that time and that kind of Latin beat uh, that yeah. I really like. They don't play a lot of Gloria Estefan in Cuba. They've only got six songs in Cuba, as we discovered when we went on holiday there. And every fucking band in every bar plays the same fucking six songs. And <laughs> you pay them good money. It's like, it's like the six haircuts of South Korea, isn't it? <laughs> haircuts they can choose from. <laughs> um, there, there's a bit he's hiding. He goes to hide in the in, in, in the house. And these two henchmen walk past. And one of them says, if you caught this, one of them says, Scooby-Doo's com- computer generated? Generated. I thought he was real. Did you catch that? Yeah, yeah, but is that a reference to the movie that was... Yeah, the same year. That's is that a, that's got to be ADR, right? That's got to be that's got to be added in later. It's the same year because, uh, as we'll discover later on, it, it beat... <laughs> beat Scooby-Doo <laughs> to an award, um, which I was kind of like, I, I, like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Which are bloody right. Yeah, 2002. Jesus, that's weird. There's a guy serving food, and he says, and he says, oh, would, would you like some, whatever, deviled eggs or whatever? And the guy says, and he says, do you have a little wiener and tiny nuts? Do you have a little wiener oh, and tiny God, nuts? Yeah. Then he goes onto the plate and he gets a little cock cocktail hot dog sausage uh and a couple of little peanuts and that's the joke he's chased by henchmen they chase him to some pond fuck mate i'm sure a bit of you died inside at this bit yeah <laughs> who is he now he is an annoying chap he, he is, is he is oh. from jaws or at least he's yeah. trying to be in this little fucking rowboat with orca written on it <laughs> And it's it's uninte- like it's unintelligible. Like there's little bits of the, the you know that you know, I mean the, the the story where Quint tells the story in in Jaws about yeah. the number of men that go into the water and the 
the sharks with the eyes and all that. It's it's fucking heartbreaking. It actually has me near to tears every time, that bit. I absolutely love that bit. It's my favourite bit of the whole film. And it's just unintelligible, like it's bits in between unintelligible. And he says, show me your arm. And he, he moves his kind of, his, he lifts his shirt up, his arm, and he's got really kind of hairy arms. Is that another dig at Italians? It must be because that's is that how you know you've you're still dealing with an Italian person if they've got really yeah. thick hairy arms. No, yeah. He makes a dash for it. Oh, there's cows in this fucking field, uh, and they step in a cow, almost step in a cow pat, and then it turns out he is the cow pat, a face, and he's covered in grass, and they chase him, and he's at the bus stop. With his, his legs crossed. Between two women. Yeah, and, and the like, they, they don't recognise him. Fucking hell. And then there's a knock at the door, and it's Constable Mueller. Like, none of this is any good at all. The yeah. Bavarian tax inspector, although I did think if he had one of these big pipes, he would be like Christoph Waltz in... Um, Oh, and Glorious Bastards. Glorious Bastards, yeah. yeah. Uh, which might be me being a little bit racist. Apologies. Uh, uh, apologies, Bavarian tax inspectors. He arrived at Devlin's mansion and says he needs to get her for that. They go and get her, and they come back, and now he's Terry Suave of Scotland Yard, which yeah. is kind of like a David Niven. There was a movie with... I've not seen it, but there's a movie with Johnny Depp where he plays a similar oh, character. Oh, yeah, I've seen it, and it's I, I, I forgot. I've, I've erased it from my memory because it was, it was really bad. Montague or something, something like yes. that. Yes, yes. I remember the trailers were all... The money they spent on advertising that fucking film. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. And it had uh, really with bad. Minge Candle. She was, the, uh, she was the, the femme fatale in it. Yeah. <laughs> Minge Candle. <laughs> yeah. see a previous episode where we constantly talk about minge candles um, <laughs> this this David Niven thing comes to nothing anyway they, they take her away and it turns out that there's there's Polaroids of all the people that um, Papa is dressing up as and I spotted, I, I didn't pause it I probably should have, I spotted Whoopi God I love Whoopi Goldberg Paul, McC- Paul McCartney who I don't love and Robin Williams, R.I.P. I didn't see anybody else in that. Yeah. He'd obviously been all those people. We then go to an Irish bar. And the only reason I knew it was an Irish bar is because people are dressed in a lot of green and it looks like that third deck scene in Titanic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> people have all got uh, bits of carpet on the side of the face. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that was, uh, that was, that was where they, they're kind of figuring out what's going on. We then skip to item 99, which was the Apollo Lunar Module. Apollo Lunar Module, John, I learned, was the length 23 feet, width 31 feet. You'd barely get me in that. Uh, Part of the Apollo 15, 16, and 17 missions. Right. Okay. Which was quite interesting, Uh, let alone fit two people in it. And it was stolen by whom? It was stolen by James Brolin. (laughs) <laughs> it was stolen by James Rowling. But he was dressed as a lady. He was dressed as Jessica Simpson. Jessica Simpson, yeah. Sorry, I'm I... to think about her sister. 
Oh, you were, bu- you were busy thinking about Ashley Simpson. I think about Ashley I Simpson. <laughs> did it for all of us. Uh, <laughs> Jessica Simpson. I, I did a lot of Googling of Jessica Simpson. There's so much to learn about. Yeah, None of it's fucking any good. Um, I remember seeing a TV show with um, with her and her husband where she talks about um, tuna. She says, oh, tuna's like chicken. He says, well, it's not. It's a fish. And she says, yeah, but they call it the chicken of the sea. For some reason, that's imprinted on my head whenever I think of tuna. But she's in another career killer film, because this is a career killer film. Yeah. She's in The Love Guru, John. Yo, that was a that was a, a killer for him as well, wasn't it? But my God, it, I've never seen it. It was it was bad, and I remember thinking he's trying to Austin Powers something here, and it's not real work. But that was, I think, at that point, that was a career killer for him as well. He was doing well with Austin Powers stuff like that, and then when he done Love Guru, it just sort of went pew. Yeah, that and that makes me sad. But yeah, apparently she's in that. I haven't seen it. I think that's also racist as well as this. Yeah, he'd be blackface for that as well, I think. Yeah, that's, again, unacceptable even in, what, maybe 2004, 2006. Love the Austin Powers movies to, to the point that, that even at the end when I got really fed up with them and they're unacceptable, um, I still kind of like them. I really like Mike Myers. I think I think other than the, the, the brown face stuff, Mike Myers should be given another go. Uh, I think uh, some of the stuff he done, so I married an axe murder. Some of the quotes in that is unbelievable. He's got some good stuff. It's only this year when I rewatched it. Rachel, it's one of Rachel's favourite films. So I married an axe murderer. It's probably in my top twenty-five films. That's there aren't a lot any, of people. There's, no, there's hardly any comedies in my top twenty-five films. But that is that is in my top twenty-five films. It is so good. It is so well written. It is so clever, and it's got Phil Hartman. Everything. No. Oh, Phil, I miss Phil Hartman so much. I know. R.I.P. What he could have been. Troy McClure. Goodbye, oh, sweet friend. Yeah, <laughs> Phil Hartman, we hardly knew ye. So Jessica Simpson, very 2002. We then, sorry? Yeah, the lunar module. We then go back to to the, 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 the pair of them. It turns out that, that um, Jennifer Esposito finds him very, very attractive because of how well he got her out of the situation with Constable Mueller, Terry Suave, and all that kind of nonsense. They kiss, and he's infatuated, or whatever it may be, uh, whatever he says at the time. Um, And she then gets kidnapped. So that's just to add another fucking kidnap to the the already over... uh, (laughs) And it's Devlin... Uh, the kid comes up with a disguise, but we don't know what it is. It's whispered. Uh, Devlin's showing off his items on the, the black market eBay or whatever. Black it's market called. eBay, yeah. I've seen black that. market <laughs> eBay, which doesn't really web. work uh, on any level. We find out that, oh, we've missed that Trent is cheating with uh, Sophia, who's also with, um, Rex. Yeah, there's the oh, I've missed all the slapping dummy stuff, but that's fucking atrocious. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Oh, no, don't, don't, yeah, okay. yeah, we can avoid that. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, he's he's got all of these things. One of the things we've we've seen them all already, but one of the things that he has is Bruce Willis's hairpiece. Yeah, I've seen that Bruce, from uh, Die Hard 2. Die Hard 2. <laughs> 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 Does he have a hairpiece in that movie? Do you know what? He's his own hair. 
Oh, I don't know. It's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. He's off the back of the second one. There was definitely a sense in the first one, I know that. But second one, did it all fall? Or, or certainly a lack thereof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it certainly died, died. Died to death. Hard. <laughs> Maybe he died it hard. <laughs> yeah, I've just looked at the poster, John, and that's that's enough for you to uh, for you to see that he does indeed have a weave on. Uh, hopefully, you can see that. Look at all that hair! Oh yeah, that oh, he yeah. never had that much hair. No, he never even had that amount in the first one. No, he absolutely didn't. <laughs> Kippy, mother barber. Um, <laughs> Surprised it didn't come flying off when they ejected for that bloody fighters yet. <laughs> His grandfather's got this fucking pre-recorded hologram from the the the, the bludger or whatever. It, oh Jesus, what a mess that is! Um, so we we then go to the the party, um, and and he's not to be seen. And there's some chef. Some chef says, oh, you know, this is a, would you like some cherry pie? And he says, no, I have absolutely no idea who even made this huge cherry pie. And he's got this huge kind of uh, trolley. It's like massive. it doesn't work on any level. Uh, and you're like, oh. And then the dog, the shitness, jumps up the thing. The shitness. And it's lapping at this cherry pie. Like, it's like a fucking swamp. It's like jelly in it. Oh, it's dis- well, it's disgusting. And it turns out that he is disguised as the cherry pie man. And he comes out and he's basically just covered in fucking cherries. Like, yeah, it looks like plukes, doesn't it? It looks like he's a sweaty yeah. bastard. <laughs> um, so that's what he does. He stops the auction, which I'd be furious at as an auctioneer. I'll be absolutely 100% furious at. And then he defeats this ninja army, which is like yeah. really confused. Like, he. he that Did again lasts for like yeah, lasts for like ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, this ninja army, which is a real mess. The plan is to describe it disguise Dad as Devlin, push him off a cliff, faking his death, with his mask yes. stuck to his face with silly glue. Whatever the Americans call it, crazy glue, crazy glue, crazy, crazy silly, glue. silly glue, silly glues are nicer. Crazy glue <laughs> sounds like a child's product, but actually, you'd be crazy to get it on your fingers. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, pulling off all that fake skin. I love, used to love doing that with PVA glue. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like an online auction, very much like what we host at the moment with work. And Keenan, Keenan, Keenan uh, from, from Keenan, Keenan and Kel. Kel. Yeah, yeah. Um, who I would assume was probably SNL at that point because I think he's been SNL for twenty years now. Has he really? Oh, his his. Um, his um, Steve, whatever his name is, you know the guy, the bald guy with the mustache, the comedian with the mustache, who does like uh, Family Fortunes, Family Feud in America. His impressions of that are exceptional, mate. They oh, are brilliant. I'll, I'll link you those at some point. Yeah, please. really good. Uh, but yeah, that's Keenan from Keenan Cal. He's watching on an iMac, like a coloured iMac. <laughs> you smell that? You remember those? Yep. Uh, the iMac th- uh, Generation 3 launched in 1998. It was a monitor with an Apple computer inside. Imagine how fucking heavy those were. Yep. Uh, discontinued in 03, and there were three colours. Uh, sorry, there were 13 colours. Can't read my own writing. Jesus. Uh, 
yeah. So, at least they were diverse. In, indeed, they were. Yeah, were ahead of their time. It gets to a point where then Papa believes he's Devlin. He thinks he's Devlin, and 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 I've made a note. Why? Because exposition. Like at no point did they tell us that he thinks he's Devlin. Yeah. He'd knocked him out, but they don't tell us. And I've just written, he believes he's Devlin because exposition. So he then puts some pants on his, he rips his pants off his, off his buttocks. Self, <laughs> and then puts his pants on his head uh, to remind Papa of the impression. Papa's kind of going, I can't believe I'm even fucking pretending to act in this. Uh, and he remembers who he is. Devlin gets away and we find out that Devlin is in Costa Rica. Yep. Yep. With the Ten Commandments. He is. He's got, <laughs> he's got the Constitution. Thou uh, shalt not shoot your gun in the air just because you're a Texan man. <laughs> and thou shalt roll up their nice sleeves and shoot anybody you like. <laughs> That's right. Do what you want, pal. Um, <laughs> he's in Costa Rica. Having, um, oh, w- would you like anything? Yeah, I'd like a drink, please. Pistachio turns up, uh, or George fucking George Bush. W. Yeah, I mean, uh, George W. And, and I get it, that's one of the impressions that Dana Carvey is well known for. Yeah, W. Yeah, and, isn't it? and it's a very fucking good impression. Oh, yeah, yeah, excellent impression. Mm-hmm. Um, he turns up. I, maybe it's because he's short as well. I yeah. don't know. Um, and he turns up, pushes him in the water, um, and the henchmen who were meant to be helping him, a, a, a papa and grandfather, um, they retrieve the constitution and knock him in the swimming pool. Uh, do you think he's dead? Uh, does, does it tell you that he's... No, because there's a massive fart which suggests oh. he's still alive. Which surely, when you die, you void your bowels. Yeah. I don't know. I've never died before, but I'd expect so. <laughs> Mate, I void my bowels when I'm not dead. So, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. End credits. And, that, well, and, and that, that's the movie. Now, well, there, there's, there's, I know we don't like, we, we like an end credits that are proper. And the vast majority of these are proper. There's, there's a couple of bits of corpse in that are good, including the, the, the kid when he blows up. Cause the, yeah, obviously the twins, one yeah. kid blows up and he's obviously when the smoke dissipates, he's meant to have ducked down and the other kid jumps up. Stands I thought up. it was editing, but it turns out it wasn't editing. They just, Paid two fucking kids. Edit it. Just I have know. a fucking cut in the editing, for God's sake. No, no, that's bad, isn't it? <laughs> but what I did put was there's a terrible Bob Ross disguise doing the painting. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Terrible Forrest Gump running. <sighs> Jenna. Jenna. Um, and a brilliant Groucho Marx. His Groucho oh, Marx is very good. Yeah. I would good. pay money to see him. Yeah, that, 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 that one surprised me because yeah. we actually really good at it. I liked that a lot. The end credits have an Anastasia song. I haven't thought about Anastasia in 18 years. Oh, yeah, because she, um, she had something. Was she had cancer or something? Yeah, she had a serious cancer. Yeah. yeah, I think she's still, she's still yeah, doing she's... stuff. But yeah, I'd, uh, I remember her. And then after the credits, he's fighting the dummy you know the dummy who's your daddy dummy the fighting dummy and it turns out that inside there's a little little person which i thought was they found the it was, over there i thought it was uh 
Fern Troyer. Troy? Not Troyer, eh? It's not Fern Troyer, it's just it, some other guy. Some that's, other guy who, who is me, probably that. listening to this now going, how come I've not been mentioned in this? That's, uh, that's me being hated. He's dressed as Super Mario. Yeah, I've seen that as well, running down the street. He's got the red degrees and the blue and everything on. It's a fucking disgrace of a film. It really is. It cost sixteen million to make, John. Yeah, but it pulled in there uh, forty six. Forty three point three million in, Ooh, in there alone, which I mean, I, I've put success question mark. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Uh, nope. Killed Dana Carvey's career, film career at least. He's not in any films for ten years. And, and he's only had well. voiceovers and cameos since. He's in some of those um, Transylvania movies. You know what I mean? Oh, we Adam movies. Yeah, and of course he's one of the things. Um, it won 2002 Stinker of the Year Award for Most Painfully Unfunny Comedy. Oh, Jesus. Which, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Actually, it finished joint first with Kung Pao. Way of the Fist, which is the one I've never seen. I've seen it. I've seen Kung Pao. Is it awful? But but here's the time back then. I think I watched it when I was drunk. So, uh, yeah, I can I conflated it with Kung Fu Hustle, which it quite blatantly isn't. I'm sure you love Kung Fu Hustle. I fucking hated it. it was Did you really? Yeah, it wasn't for me. It beat Scooby Doo, the Pino- the the Roberto Benini Pinocchio. Which you've got to see a forty-year-old man dressed as a as, as a little wooden boy, <laughs> and Pluto Nash, the continuing adventures of Pluto Nash. There's some I think I've seen that. There's Eddie Murphy on Mars, uh, Mars the Moon, maybe one of the two. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, this is a fucking disaster of a movie. It's probably not been a great podcast to listen to. I would assume. <laughs> So uh, I, I think we've 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 got enough from it to have a laugh because at the end of the day, it did lean on to other things. But yeah, as as films go, it's probably one of one of our worst. But he didn't go on with it, didn't you? <laughs> Absolutely. These look look. I, I, I said this for New Year's Eve. These are the hits we take for you people at home. How many do you think we got in the old factoids and information and stuff we learned, John? Honestly, um, oh, uh, not something else I learned from it. The, oh, the mama was anymore. Mama was the um, secretary in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, we have completely. Like, I, I think I've only done this because Mama's not a character. She's not a character, but she's she's kept drugged throughout to believe yeah. that she's still cooking. Yeah. Every now and again, when she turns over to the flower, some hands come out hands of the flower. Out. If the person's going, like, yeah, I mean, it's really random. So, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, as I think I've probably mentioned already on this podcast, is not a favourite of mine. You're not, you're, not, you're not a fan, are you? No, I saw it too late, John. I maybe need to give it another go, but it's just such a squeaky voice. And don't forget that he killed a woman and got away with it. Uh, yeah, any, anything else you've got? Uh, that's pretty much it. We've got with the rest, but yeah. I, I, so the number I'm thinking is a sweet twenty-seven. <laughs> I'm laughing, John, because you couldn't be further away. We finished on seven. No, no. Um, we finished on fifty-six. What? 
56, bruv. That's pretty good, right? Jesus, that's all right for something that we thought we were only going to get much from. Yeah, 56, yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot of references. There's a lot of shit in it. There's a lot of crap in it. It needs burned. If this was a physical physical copy, it needs burned. However, I'm still going to have to go and buy a copy to add. Oh, for the shelf. The shelf. And Rachel said to me the other day, thank God you've given up on that shelf idea. I haven't given up on the shelf idea. But that means we'd have to, she said, thank God, because we'd have to own uh, The Master of Disguise and we'd also have to own New Year's Eve. Do you know what you're going to need to do with The Master of Disguise? You're going to need to put another film around it and disguise it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the Italian job? Maybe. Or maybe Debbie's as Dallas, because that'd be less embarrassing. That is less embarrassing. (laughs) That is a lot less embarrassing. Well, that's it. Anything to add, John Boy? I cannot believe we got that amount of facts from that. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was a, an interesting an interesting watch. I, I, I'm glad I finally got round to watching it. I, I really am, even though it's rotten, and it is. It's rotten to the absolute fucking core. None of it works. It's quite blatantly butchered. I would love to see what the original version looks like. I really would. Yeah, because it was cut to buggery, wasn't it? Yeah, it must be. Must be. Um, right, you know what to do, folks. Give us a uh, give us a review. Uh, don't review the film, but review us, please. <laughs> uh, we're on a hundred things pod on Twitter. If you want to make contact, uh, we are a hundred things film on Instagram, or you can search for a hundred things we learn from film on Facebook. We update all of the above. If you are reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or however you review, please leave us five stars to help. Uh, people that like a bit of a giggle at films, good or otherwise. <laughs> otherwise. Um, <laughs> That's definitely that category. <laughs> yeah, tell us something that you've learned from film. Could be any film at all. It's probably not going to be this because, Christ, we've plumbed the depths to get to bloody 55. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, please, you know, do do leave us a review. Please do, do contact us. Um, you know, however you do, we love seeing the stuff that people are tweeting at the moment. Uh, we've we've um, uh, we've we've seen people out listening to the the podcast on um, on their headphones. We've uh, met with people, or not met with, but we've met online with, of course, people that have really enjoyed listening to what we do. Um, and to be honest, we just do it for us, don't we, John? Yeah. Yeah, we really do. And I think that's the thing. Is a lot of people, especially my friends, have heard that and they can see that me and you are just listening, just having a laugh. <laughs> and you've got, especially when we're reviewing films like this, because if you don't laugh, if, you, if this was a serious podcast, me and you would probably be just sitting, shaking our heads and shaking your heads on a podcast doesn't really make for, for good entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got some fun stuff coming up. We're going to do some video van stuff coming up uh in february but before that (laughs) episodes to pick um so stick with us we are going to try and give you the most varied content that we can we want to have something for everybody at least once a month hopefully it's something for everybody every week yeah yeah um john thanks so much for uh taking time out of your Friday. <laughs> no. Thank you very much for recommending this this film. It was it was it was it's an experience. 
<laughs> Dear listeners, thank you so much for your downloads. It really is appreciated. We love yeah, really your is. comments, your details, and everything that you that you tell us. Uh, please do keep listening uh, wherever you may be, uh, and we will keep watching shit <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, we're real though. All right, good to uh, good to see you, John. Yeah, mate, it's always been a pleasure. And guys, just take it easy. Remember, stay safe, whether you're in lockdown or not. Protect yeah, each other. Look after yourselves. If you're not locked down, lock yourselves down. Lock that ass down. Lock it down. Lock it Catch right you later. Down. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.